Welcome to Splitting Rails, the official monthly podcast of the Abraham Lincoln Council. Join your hosts, Matt Torres and James Grable, as they present relevant and sometimes irrelevant topics about scouting to scouters and non-scouters alike. Welcome to Splitting Rails. I'm James Grable. And I am Matt Torres. Before we keep kicking off on this podcast, I think it's kind of important that everybody kind of gets a feeling for us, Matt. Like, what are we? Who are we? What are we doing here? Yeah, who we are, not just a couple of khaki shirts on your screen right now. (laughs) So to give you a little bit of background about myself, um, I've been a professional scouter uh, going on three years uh, this August. Uh, Before that, I was a volunteer for over 10 years. Did some Cub Scouting for two years, and that's pretty much all that I, I was able to accomplish in my young, young Cub era. Um, how about yourself there, Matt? So, I've been involved with the Scouting program, probably the earliest time I could be involved in the Scouting program. My mom took me to a joining night, and uh, went the fall of 2000, joined Pac-153, earned my era of light, ended up joining then Boy Scout Troop 368, in Algonquin, Illinois. Shout out Troop 368. Earned my Eagle Scout in 2012. Served on camp staff for a number of years. Uh, post-college with a volunteer for a little bit. Then I became a professional scouter in uh, December 2017. I've been doing that ever since. Outstanding. Well, I also think it's important for our listeners and viewers to uh, you know, uh, understand why we're doing the podcast. And I, I think that's a really important aspect uh, Matt, in that, you know, uh, in our day and era, uh, it's social media is a big uh, influence in anything that we do anymore, uh, especially during these times. Uh, and, you know, we felt that this was one avenue to get information out to not only our units, our, our community members, but anybody interested in scouting itself. Um, you know, I don't know what you foresee as part of this podcast but yeah, you know that's kind of my insight as james said like social media is the way of the future uh scouts has really much adopted that heavily especially in our local council and so this podcast is another median for you guys to share for us to share what's happening on the council some of the cool things that are happening in cub scout scout bsa adventuring and exploring program and so we hope to kind of share some knowledge for those who are inside scouting and those who are interested click on the video like those guys seem interesting and just kind of want to learn what this whole scouting thing is so i think uh most of our podcasts will be set up uh not only as interview style i mean there'll definitely be that element but mm-hmm. i think uh me and matt are good at bantering each other so you'll probably get a little bit of that throughout the show for sure yeah, one-sided uh, <laughs> one-sided um but also you know uh we hope to bring you really relevant information, um, you know, uh, different aspects of scouting. So Sometimes I, irrelevant. <laughs> that, yes, Occasionally, it does yeah, happen. It, well, probably more often than we'd like, but yes. Uh, after our hours of research on podcasts, apparently you're supposed to go off script, off the rails, which is why we call this Splitting Rails. <laughs> <laughs> Name drop. Name drop. So uh, with all that knowledge behind us, I think it's time to kick off uh, this episode, our inaugural episode. Our inaugural episode. Welcome uh, to the podcast. Oh, Jan, I'm glad to be here with you. And all of those who are watching this podcast right now, welcome to Splitting Rails. And not only watching, but you know, they can always drop in those uh, air, air bods, air, ear pods. Air pods? Yes. Air buds? I guess that's what it is. It's like the modern ear. Yeah, you put it like a, you know, I don't know. (laughs) But they'll be able to listen along the way, too. So uh, if you don't want to look at these pretty faces, uh, you can definitely 
you know, drop in the voices and, you know, listen to us anyway. And then you get to, you know, turn the volume down when we're talking and then turn it up when we have the guests on. <laughs> so I think on this episode, we're going to be diving into topics, uh, FOS being one of those. Uh, we're going to talk about some recruiting successes uh, last year. Um, uh, I think we'll try to get our scout executive in here to talk about yeah, what's, big coming, yeah. what's coming for 2021 and what to look forward to. Um, so all of those things you can look forward to on this episode. Uh, throughout, uh, I think we're going to have some special guests. Uh, every episode, we'll try to get somebody on because as much as you like to hear us, it's always good to hear somebody else uh, or even, you know, look at somebody else if that's the, the route you want to go there. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think we'll have some special guests on each one of our episodes. And, yep. you know, uh, hopefully you guys will find it enlightening, entertaining, um, and, and useful. Uh, you'll be able to drop it off to somebody that may not know a lot about scouting and wants to know more. Um, you know, so I think it's a good uh, uh, resource. Um, so uh, we'll have uh, some segments where we'll have a Q&A at the end. Uh, so if you'd like to drop us some questions and Maybe we'll answer those uh, on our podcast. Uh, you can drop it at, off at my email at james.grable at scouting.org. Or I think we can use the Ask Abe at scouting.org. Is that ask.abe? It's Ask Abe. Ask Abe at scouting.org. That's why Matt's like, he's got it. So um, I think that's all for this part of the segment. Uh, what do you say we start splitting those rails, Matt? Let's do it. Enjoy right. the show, folks. All right. All right, now it's time for your BSA safety moment. On this safety moment, we are talking about winter activity safety. There is magic to camping in the winter. Us Midwest scouters know that more than anybody is one of the most challenging outdoor adventures. However, potentially extreme weather conditions, cold temperatures, and unique hazards associated with outdoor winter activities require careful planning to ensure your scout's safety. Eating the right type of food when camping or playing in the cold is important. One of the best ways to remember what is appropriate to eat when you are spending extended periods of time outside in the cold weather is to use good nutrition to build the fire within. Make sure your food consumption includes sugars, which act like a fire starter, carbohydrates and proteins, which act as kindling, and fats and that produce the energy needed to keep the, the fire burning and your body running at peak performance. Stay away from the caffeinated drinks such as soda, coffee, and tea and drink plenty of plain water to keep yourself properly hydrated. Keeping warm is the most important part of the cold weather camping and outdoor activities. Use the cold method to stay warm. C equals clean. Since insulation is only effective when heat is trapped by dead air spaces, keep your insulating little airs clean and fluffy. Dirt, grime, and perspiration can mat down those air spaces and reduce the warmth of a garment. O equals overheating. Avoid overheating by adjusting the layers of your clothing to meet the outside temperatures and exertion of your activity. Stay hydrated by drinking plenty of water and refrain from drinking caffeinated drinks that act as dietary. L equals loose layers. A steady flow of warm blood is essential to keeping all parts of your body heated. Wear several loosely fitting layers of clothing and footgear that will allow maximum insulation without impeding your circulation. Having clothing that is brightly colored, orange or red, is also a good idea so hunters and sportsmen can see you in snowy conditions. Always have a hat and wear it. D equals dry. Sweaty, damp clothing and skin can cause your body to quickly cool 
possibly lending to phosphate and hypothermia. Keep dry by avoiding areas that absorb moisture. Always brush away snow on your clothes before you enter a heated area. Keep clothing around your neck loosened so your body heat and moisture can escape instead of soaking through your layers. Some places you can find resources on winter activity. Guide to Safe Scouting Winter Activities. Go to www.scouting.org backslash health and safety slash GSS slash GSS 12. BSA Scouting Safely at www.scouting.org backslash health and safety and your field book. Thank you. This has been your safety moment. Scout on. Well, welcome back. Uh, we'd like to introduce our first guest, uh, our inaugural guest, Matt, of the uh, podcast. Uh, we are bringing in Kirk Lauterman, uh, the Vice President of Finance for the Abraham Lincoln Council Executive Board. And there he is. Uh, welcome aboard, Kirk. Thank you for attending. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Um, so I think we'll just dive right into it and talk about, uh, you know, FOS and what it is and, and, you know, why is it important? So, uh, Kirk, what is FOS? Sure. It's really, it's the, um, it's an opportunity for individuals and businesses in the community uh, to come together and make a financial investment in scouting in the Abraham Lincoln Council. It's that way for those individuals and businesses through your resources uh, to support scouting in this area. Okay, and, and uh, FOS actually stands for Friends of Scouting, so it, it just doesn't have to be people in scouting that can contribute, right? That's right, and we uh, we reach out to a lot of businesses, uh, and we uh, are very uh, very grateful for their support over the years uh, to scouting, and uh, it's those contributions that enable us to bring scouting to uh, youth in Central Illinois. Awesome. Well, Kirk, thank you for that great answer. Um, Friends Scouting, a lot of people don't quite know, understand that. So who, what do these dollars, or who do, they, do these dollars benefit directly? They directly benefit scouts in the Abraham Lincoln Council. And we serve multiple counties uh, in central Illinois. Uh, we serve scouts in Cass, Morgan, Scott, Sangamon, Menard, Montgomery, uh, uh, as well as the northern half of Greene County, uh, the northern half of Macoupin County, and the western three quarters of Christian County. So we cover a really large territory of scouts that we service. Awesome. And now on our Friends of Scouting campaign, could you tell us what's new this year for our Friends of Scouting campaign? Sure. Uh, we've got a number of different tiers uh, that we recognize for giving this year. And uh, we're really excited about uh, some of the recognition for that. Our, uh, our council number is 144, and that's assigned to us by the National Boy Scouts of America. And so we've designated the $144 level as the one scout level. Uh, and with that, uh, there is a special commemorative uh, uh, council shoulder patch uh, that uh, people who give at that level will receive. Uh, we have a two scout level, and that's at $288. And at the two scout level, they'll receive a ghosted shoulder patch. Uh, I want to touch back on that uh, single scout level. For folks who give at that level over the next eight years, so $144 a year for the next eight years, we're going to continue that commemorative shoulder patch program with a new shoulder patch each year 
And then at the end of the eight years, there will be a uh, center patch uh, that goes in, this, in the middle of that as well. Uh, we have a $500 level, uh, that's our arrow of light level. And then we have a $1,000 uh, annual level and that's the Eagle Scout level. And uh, for, the, uh, for the $500 level, there is uh, those donor, donors uh, will receive a BSA logo uh, leather look uh, notebook. And then at the Eagle Scout level, those donors will receive a thermos, uh, again, with the BSA logo on it. Very nice. Very nice. Awesome. I know for Ash Nuts like me, we're really all over that uh, first and uh, second scouter level to get the special edition council shoulder strip. But, Kirk, I know a lot of people, when they think friends of scouting, they think of the traditional uh, presenter at a unit to kind of give a little pitch for 15 minutes. But we've created a lot of different avenues for people to donate. And it's kind of hoping you could explain the different ways uh, folks can donate to the Abraham Lincoln Council. Sure. There, there are a lot of ways for folks to donate to the council, Matt. You're, you're right on that. And just that, that presentation at the, uh, oftentimes, the Blue and Gold Banquet, that's one way, and that's the way a lot of donations come in. Uh, businesses, your employer may match uh, your donation. So talk to your employer and see if they will match it, and then that'll double uh, the impact that you can have. Um, they can donate through uh, the website, uh, alincolnbsa.org. Uh, they can go to the Facebook page and donate that way. Um, folks who have uh, an Amazon uh, account through the Amazon Smile program, if they put in uh, Abraham Lincoln Council as their uh, uh, charity, uh, funds from that will come uh, directly to the council. Very cool. Um, I don't, we have anything else that you'd like to add there, Kirk, about any part of the FOS? Yeah, Friends of Scouting is, is really important to funding uh, our program and our ability to bring scouting uh, to the community. Uh, those funds stay in the community and they go to things like providing scout camp for uh, Cub Scouts and Weebelows out at Camp Alinex. Uh, it provides for scouting experiences at Camp Bun through summer camp, summer camp through the Scouts BSA program. Uh, it also provides for just uh, a smaller portion of it for operating overhead, for uh, insurance at the council, for uh, keeping the council doors open, and for salaries for our professional staff. Very cool. Well, thank you, Kirk, for sharing your wealth of knowledge. You know, friend of scouting dollars is, is super important to this day-to-day -to -day operations of the Abraham Lincoln Council and how we can continue to support our scouts and scout units and our leaders. Uh, just to read it, what you said, you know, the, the company matches one of the best kept secrets, I think, in charitable giving. So talk to your employer, see if they do the, the company match program and uh, many different ways to donate to this council. I hope we kind of shared some little bit of knowledge with you. And thank you again, Kirk, for spending some time with us this morning. Yes, outstanding, You're Kirk. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. All right. Thanks, Kirk. Thanks, Kirk. So 2020 was a very interesting year for a lot of our PACs and troops, and they had to kind of get creative with the way that they ran their fall recruitment campaigns. Uh, we are proud to introduce our next guest here on the Spleen Rails podcast, uh, Cubmaster Master John Higginbotham from PAC 40 in Rochester, Illinois. Thanks for being on the show, sir. Sure. Thanks for having me. Yep. Yep. So, like we said, it was a really weird year for a lot of packs, but Pack Forty there in Rochester had a lot of unique um, successes. What kind of go through your year and kind of how you guys managed twenty twenty a little bit? Uh, well, we 
sort of managed 2020 by the seat of our pants pretty much. Uh, we had we had to be real flexible and change almost every event that we had planned throughout the year. Um, we're, we're still making changes to plans uh, now. Awesome. Well, that was that was one of the big big differences in from previous years. Mm -hmm. it, it, yeah, yeah, it was weird. You know, we got Semper Gumby always being flexible, and Pac-1 Fortitude did a great job at that. Now, with the, like fall recruitment, you guys blew out of the water. So, what are some of the things that you guys did that made you so successful this fall? Um, I, I don't know that I have the the magic combination for you. Um, I I think we did a lot of the normal, kind of I would almost say kind of boring stuff. You know, we put out yard signs, uh, you know, along the highway. Um, tried to. Talk to, talk to people, encourage, encourage uh, existing parents and youth to talk to people, to their friends and other people that they know. Um, also tried to uh, work on our social media presence a little bit uh, in kind of advertising, you know, our kickoff event that way. Uh, did a, uh, you know, Facebook post boost five dollars on the Facebook post boost and uh, that, that seemed to at least reach a lot of people I'm not exactly sure how many people uh, you know that turned into actually coming to the event but just you know a small five dollar post boost uh, sure reached a lot of people throughout the community mm -hmm. did, did your unit parents and, and committee members did they end up posting more or did you just rely on just the boost uh, for that event you know, did they like reach out and say, hey, you know, every once in a while, did they continuously get on Facebook and push that? Or how did you guys uh, come across doing that? Um, it was somewhat unorganized, I guess. Uh, you know, we have a few parents that are, uh, that, that follow the, our Facebook page pretty well and they, they comment back to people, um, you know, when they have questions and, and things like that. And, uh, they're always liking our posts and, and just interacting with the page. Um, and I'm not an expert at social media or anything, but I think just that that constant interaction helps too. That they that people see that there are uh, you know, people following and liking and things like that. So, so was there anything else outside of just your regular? You guys did flyers and and uh, yard signs and peer to peer. Uh, kids talking to other kids, recruiting, social media. Was there anything else that you guys did differently uh, that you would have done this year or last year versus any other year? Well, the things that we did differently this year were things that we just had to cancel. Uh, actually, in you know, in previous years we do uh, you know meet the teacher nights at school and things like that. We didn't have any of that this year. Okay. Uh, so. Well, we, you know, we tried to do some other things. Uh, I, again, it didn't seem like we did a lot, uh, but just I think the small, simple things of, you know, putting out signs. I heard feedback from people. Hey, I saw a sign out. You know, um, it's something small, but uh, you know, people do see those things. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's always a lot of different avenues to reach parents. It's kind of 
what it took to recruit a lot of, of new families into scouting this, this year. Uh, I personally love yard signs. I love driving around the communities like, there's a Cub Scout sign. Oh, there's a Scouts BSA sign. And right now, going through Rochester, seeing you guys' signs everywhere. So great job with that. And, um, I'm always a huge believer in social media, you know, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Eventually, if the council will let me, shout out to Jeff when they have a TikTok. But um, so I see your unit really embraced it. It had a great uh, response to it. So is this something you would encourage other units to kind of look into if you're also carrying some challenges with recruitment? Yeah, I, you know, again, I started out saying I don't, I don't think I had like the magic crystal ball or anything, but just doing the simple stuff seemed to, uh, you know, seem to get responses from people. You know, like the yard signs, like a simple Facebook post with a, you know, a $5 ad boost on it. Um, seem to get a lot of responses on, on things like that. Um, we also had uh, for our fall kickoff, um, our fall kickoff meeting, we had it outdoors and we had a lot of activities uh, planned for the kids. We had three different fun activities for the kids and uh, I think people were looking for something to do and looking for something to do outdoors at that time, you know, at the end of August, beginning of September. So I, well, you know, I, I don't know for sure, but, you know, maybe COVID played a part in, in more people joining this year um, because they were looking for something. They hadn't been doing anything all, all year long. Yeah, I know like uh, a lot of the sports and things were trying to shut down, so it really limited the kids on what they could do. So just giving them the opportunity may have been enough for them to like decide, oh, well, let me give scouts a try and, you know, see what kind of fun I have. You know, John, if I mean, if we had a crystal ball and, uh, you know, beforehand and now we kind of look back on things, is there anything that you would have done differently during your recruitment that, you know, you wish you may have could have done or you know different things you would have tried um one thing that i that i didn't get done was uh you know put more flyers out i guess you know at, at different community spaces at the library and things like that uh, i know there's there's traffic in and out of those buildings and in, in years past, I've been able to put flyers at daycares and uh, libraries and things like that. And that's, you know, again, that's just a simple thing to do. Uh, but I didn't, I didn't get it done this year, but uh, just those easy, those easy things um, that don't seem like they're all that, uh, you know, they're not all that flashy or anything, but just putting a paper on a board somewhere. Uh, it does get seen. Yeah, everybody needs to go to the grocery store anymore. I think a lot of people are taking their families along, you know, or, you know, Walmart or something like that. So, you know, it's high traffic areas, I think, will get you some attention for sure. Yeah, it's really those little things that they add up, they really, and they do work. <laughs> yeah. Many small things equals one big thing. Mm -hmm. So, very cool. Absolutely. <laughs> well, John, is there anything that you would like to add to the your fellow Cub Masters or Scout Masters out there, you know, uh, for this upcoming recruitment season that we're getting ready to go into? Um, well, one thing that I haven't touched on, though, is 
what the council has been doing because I know that the council ran some ads for uh, recruitment during the fall too, and I, I think that probably helped helped a bit too. I think that was new this year. Yep. I remember hearing the radio ads several times uh, throughout that that time period. So I I think that's important to do. That's something that um, that you know as a pack we don't really have the the means to do it. I guess or the not that we don't have the ability, we probably could if we really wanted to, but it's, it's nice that the council took that on and, and uh, you know, that benefits more than just one pack too. Yep. Yeah, that's a great segue. So thanks, John, for bringing that up. Uh, no, sh shout out to our awesome volunteer marketing committee for helping spearhead a lot of our uh, huge advertisement campaign on radios, TV, things like that. Um, so yeah, everything we can do to help support your local unit succeed um, you guys ran the Facebook ads, which are awesome. Uh, something we've provided, and we will actually provide for 2021 as well, is a targeted Facebook ad for your unit uh, join scouting night. So if you have a, a fishing derby, you know, a bowling event that you want to get out on your social media, hit up the council at alincolnbsa.org, and we'll set up a paid Facebook advertisement for you guys to help you reach more families. You know, you've heard John say it, Facebook, and it worked really well for his unit, and we're here to help you guys support your units and get some more families to join this amazing program. And I think the plan is also to have that same marketing plan for this upcoming year too. That's so right. Some kind of radio stations. And I think we even had some ads running at the drive-in theater too. Yeah, so we had the drive we went to the drive-in this fall, which a lot of families did this this uh, past year. You probably saw a Cub Scout or a Scouts BSA ad. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And don't forget, if any of the units out there don't have a sign or whatever, uh, make sure you hit us up because we still have some signs available uh, for the sign campaign. So just a few things you have to do that for that, and then we can get you a sign. Absolutely. Uh, and I think we also have some for sale too. I don't. We do have a few for sale. So if you got took advantage of last fall's promotion, you got your three free signs. We still have more available for purchase here at the Council Scout Service Center. So uh, outstanding. Well, John, we really appreciate you uh, taking your time out of your day and talking with us today. I uh, really appreciate, you know, uh, volunteers and what you guys do out in the community. Um, you know, anything that we could do to assist you, uh, make sure you reach out to us uh, here at the council office. We'd love to assist you. So. Yeah, thanks, John. I appreciate all the insight you gave to us and fantastic job you guys are doing there in Rochester. <laughs> thanks, John. Great. Thanks. Thanks. All right, some upcoming events for the Abraham Lincoln Council is a first aid meet. Uh, this is the chance for units to brush up on their first aid skills. Uh, unlike other years, uh, this will not be an in-person event, um, but we still thought it was necessary for units and youth alike to brush up on those skills. So what we've devised is a, you know, a intra-troop uh, event uh, where you guys will get scenarios on our website, uh, that's alincolnbsa.org. And then uh, I think you'll get an email also with those different scenarios uh, so that you guys can stay frosty on your event uh, first aid beat skills, so. Yeah, first aid is always super important for every scout alike. Not for guys like James, getting up there in age, he might go down at camp on, so we don't get for a scout to help lift him back up, get him on his feet. So also another great event we have coming up is the Scouting for Food Drive. So Scouting for Food is actually a nationwide effort are, are where you uh, scout units go out and collect canned foods for the needy. I remember doing that as a scout. So it's always a very important uh, service project we do. 
um, also naturally social distancing. So it's a great way for our scout to help out the community in a really weird time right now. So if you have an idea of how many bags your unit needs, head on to our website, www.alincolnbsa.org, submit your bag order. And this is for everybody who like Cub Scout Packs, Scouts BSA Troop, Venture Crews, anybody can participate in this awesome service project. Outstanding. Alright, now joining us is our new Scout Executive, Jeff Witten. Welcome, Jeff, to our hey, inaugural podcast. Thanks for um, having me. Thought we'd bring you on a little bit just to give us a little insight on what people can look forward to in the council for 2021. Uh, I know we just got done voting in new board members for the Abraham Lincoln Council. Want to talk about uh, new changes in positions and things? Yeah, exciting, exciting. Uh, absolutely right. We uh, we just had our uh, annual meeting for the council, uh, what I say, back on the January the 19th, and we're excited to report that uh, uh, we have a new council president incoming, uh, Mr. Josh Broughton. Uh, we also want to give a huge shout out to uh, our immediate past president, Gary Schwab. Uh, Gary has been an instrumental uh, council president in a time when when our local council not only uh, went through a Scott executive change, uh, the first in you know over a two decade history, but also just with the national bankruptcy and all of the other uh, you know this thing we have going on right now called a pandemic. So a lot of things uh, really. So great shout out out there to uh, Mr. Schwab. Hope you're listening. Uh, but we're excited. We're excited for 21. Um, you know, uh, hopefully coming out of the pandemic, uh, we hope our units are, uh, are re-engaging and uh, getting back out there and scouting on. Um, you know, we, we, we're looking forward to the uh, video submissions of our, our Klondike Derby things going on. So that's, that's some of the things. But uh, yeah, what, el what else are you looking for? <laughs> I'm looking for everything. You, you know? hit me with the curveball there, James. See, I asked, <laughs> I asked him just for all you listeners out there. I asked him. I said, "Do I need to be prepared for anything?" He said, "No, I just pencil down a couple of things." And he comes out of the gate with a question not even on the script. So appreciate that, James. Oh <laughs> no, I'm really looking forward to uh, you know the energy we got going on in the council right now uh, yeah. with with you coming on board, Jeff. Uh, so getting Jeff to sit down long enough to do this interview is amazing. Uh, so he's bouncing all over the place, and we're pretty excited that that energy is definitely uh, catching with the rest of the staff. So I uh, look forward to that. Um, you know, uh, is there anything else out there that, you know, uh, everybody needs to know about? Like, yeah, hey, uh, I would just like to uh, take this opportunity really um, to uh, highlight a couple other uh, key things that I think are uh, really important for our, our movement the Boy Scouts of America overall and the first being uh, the Be the Change movement uh, that's going to take place on February 21st uh, for all of uh, uh, not only you know any scout out there definitely all of our Eagle Scouts uh, for the time to tune in and really witness uh, for the first time in history this uh, this this change that we know as uh, as as representing our, our female inaugural Eagle class. So uh, it's gonna be a fantastic program. Uh, we have three young ladies uh, right here in our own community, our own Abraham Lincoln Council, uh, that are a part of this inaugural class. So we're uh, ecstatic for them. Uh, for not, you know, you just, the, the great things that this means, right? Think of all of those, uh, those little girls out there that are gonna, uh, you know, look up to this moment and remember it forever. Uh, that that for 110 years, uh, you know, males have got to experience. So we're excited for that. Yeah. We're excited uh, on February the 24th. We're going to be uh, presenting our council recognition program. Typically in the past, right, it'd be a dinner, and we wish we could be there with you. 
but hopefully you'll uh, you'll have something good on your menu at at home that night, and you'll tune in uh, to our Facebook live stream of that, uh, where we uh, recognize uh, some some real key volunteers, uh, whether they be a uh, Silver Beaver or possibly even a Ward of Merit District Ward of Merit recipient. And then really, I want to highlight on March the fifteenth. March the fifteenth is going to be this year's Eagle Recognition dinner program and actually this is going to take place virtually as well and it'll be viewed live on Facebook uh, so we hope you'll tune in uh, to March 15th to that event uh, where we recognize our 2020 Eagle class as well as these young ladies and uh, we have some really special uh, special things planned and just a little uh, icebreaker out there for all of you listening our keynote speaker this year will have some great background and for all of you uh, Olympic athletes. Uh, there's a rumor that Miss Jackie Joyner Kersey will be our keynote speaker. So keep that in. We hope you tune in. Wow, amazing! But and, and in fact, Jeff, I, I think this is really going to work out because more people can see us. More families that are further away from our current community can actually join in and, and be able to recognize these Eagle Scouts and these volunteers that are key and instrumental in our our, our council. So I, I think it'd be a really great event, and hopefully everybody tunes into those uh, because I really do think that it's going to be amazing. It's really going to be amazing. A couple of other things. I know we've had a few staff, uh, you know, uh, bump up, and I want to give my co-host uh, Matt Torres a shout out. Uh, you know, shout out, shout out. Uh, you know, becoming our our senior DE, so that's pretty amazing. Chuck Atgar becoming our assistant scout executive. Uh, Boy has even instrumental over the last, um, during the void of having a scout executive here and is very knowledgeable. And so we look forward to having, um, you know, Chuck as the assistant scout. And, and also, you know, uh, Chuck, you may not notice, but he's been kind of our behind the scenes during these podcasts and helping us get set up. And He's you here know, somewhere watching. Yeah, he's, he's yeah, cameras everywhere. Uh, Brandy, uh, you know, uh, got um, up with the uh, Scout store now and is taking charge of that one also. Uh, so shout out to Brandy for, you know, that. And we, we really look forward to everything that the uh, uh, you guys do. So congratulations to all of you. Um, you know, any final moments there, uh, Jeff? And, and to anybody out there? Hey, you know, uh, really just thanks for having me on, James. Uh, I'm excited uh, for this podcast. I'm excited uh, for 2021. Um, I think as a scouting community, uh, you should all really be proud and, uh, and, and stand up. And uh, here at the end of 21, uh, you know, as, it, as more and more vaccine becomes more and more prevalent for us, I just urge you to continue to, to keep scouting on, uh, keep those adventures going, and keep burning the light of the fire of many of our youth. So with that, thank you so much, James. And thank you, uh, Jeff, for being a part of the podcast, our inaugural podcast. So uh, not uh, stronger than, you know, starting it off with our scout exec giving us some inspirational moments to look forward to for 2021. Uh, with that, uh, we'll move on to our next segment. Again, thanks, Jeff, and we really appreciate you coming. Thank you for joining us for our inaugural episode of the Splitting Rails podcast. James and I are very excited to be your host, and we cannot wait to go on this journey with you and go through a very exciting 2021. Yes, uh, it's been a very interesting uh, episode, a very interesting inaugural episode. Um, You know, just to recap on a few things that we talked about on this podcast, uh, that first part being the FOS. 
Yeah, remember, uh, as soon as our Friends of Scouting kick off, FOS is known by its acronym, is the council's big donation drive we do every spring. You know, these dollars is what keeps our council running and help us support your local units. Things like supporting our council camps, helping out with recruitment advertisements. Those are what your dollars go to. So we make sure every single dollar that is donated to Central Illinois Scouting will stay with Central Illinois Scouting. All right. Just to reiterate on some of uh, the topics that John hit about on the recruitment side of things, um, you know, social media seems to be that big player in recruitment anymore. Um, so as part of the recruitment plan for your unit, make sure you reach out to the council office so we can secure, you know, a Facebook ad for you and really push that event. Uh, like we said earlier, you know, whether it be a fishing, uh, you know, some derby or something that you're opening up to the public, make sure that we're aware of it so that we could really push it out. Uh, that other very important aspect is that peer-to-peer. -peer. Uh, nothing says fun like, you know, a kid talking to another kid about the fun that they had. You know, the exciting time they had at their Pinewood Derby, building that car, racing it, you know, getting first place. I still have my cars. <laughs> I never won. And Jeff talked about some new things coming to 2021. Yeah, no, one of the big things Jeff's pushing is the Be a Change event. A lot of exciting times in the National Boy Scouts of America. And this is one of the things that showcase what we're all about and lead for a, a positive future for the scouting movement. So check it out and don't miss this once-in-a-lifetime special event. Again, as we wrap up our podcasts of Splitting Rails, we'd like to leave you with this. A call to action. All right. Uh, so to better help us help youth, uh, we are asking you to donate. Donate however you will. Remember to add us as Amazon Smile is that, you know, nonprofit. Uh, best way to uh, donate, you know, whatever way you can. Call us here. Call your lo local DE. Uh, make sure we get all that taken care of for you. So just donate. Yeah, a lot of great resources out there. We want to support your program, and that's why the Friends of Scouting campaign is so important. You know, the in-person pitch, it's just one part of a massive campaign that we do every spring. So companies, people who aren't even involved in scouting, we encourage you to donate and support this great organization. Thank you. Now we'll go out to our outro. Thanks again, Matt. Thanks, Jane. Glad to be here. Right. This has been Splitting Rails. I'm James Grable. And I'm Matt Torres. And we'd like to thank all of our guests for being on the podcast today. If you'd like more information about scouting in Central Illinois, head to alincolnbsa.org. For live information and updates, follow us on social media at our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram pages. If you'd like to get into scouting, head over to bascout.org and find a local unit near you. If you have feedback on today's episode, please email us at askgabe at scouting.org or you can drop me an email at james.grable at scouting.org. We'd love to hear from you. Join us again next time for more scouting topics as we split the rails. Thanks for listening. Bye.